This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls out in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 159. My name's Adam Patterson. With me today we have Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing there, Kevin? Doing pretty good. Also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? You always have... Fucking chipper. Yeah. He's the chipperest. I am. You shit your mouth, Kevin. Why? Because our listeners, you know, our, why our is listeners. so much anger directed at me today? I don't know what I did. <laughs> our listeners don't want to hear some sad sack talk about movies. They want to they wanna hear something energetic. Well, I'm a sad upbeat. sack, you know, I'm going to talk about movies. All right. Well, what movie are you talking about this week? Vanishing Point. Vanishing Point, this is from 1971, picked this in honor of another little car chase movie coming out this week. I think it's called, like, Seven Fast, Seven Furious or something. I don't know, maybe you heard of it. (laughs) This is directed by Richard C. Serafian, and it stars uh, Barry Newman. Cleavon Little's in there as well. I have a... uh, synopsis here kowalski works for a car delivery service he takes delivery of a 1970 dodge challenger to take from colorado to san francisco california shortly after pickup he takes a bet to get the car there in less than 15 hours (laughs) after a few run-ins with motorcycle cops and highway patrol they start a chase to bring him into custody along the way kowalski is guided by super soul a blind dj with a police radio scanner. Throw in lots of chase scenes, gay hitchhikers, a naked woman riding a motorcycle, lots of Mopar, and you've got a great cult hit from the 70s. What up? What's Mopar? What is Mopar? Mopar is the Dodge performance. Oh, okay, okay. Like Toyota's chair. Guys, yeah. I gotcha. I haven't heard All that right. word in a long time. It's been many years since I've heard Mopar. Since, since, uh... Ryan, you and you and all our friends were uh, into cars, into cars, hooking up those Honda Civics. <laughs> uh, Dodge I, neons. Those Dodge yeah. neons. I had a Mopar at the time. No, what? Did you? Did you have a Mopar? What was that? <laughs> I, I don't remember Mopar. that Mopar. <laughs> I had a Mopar neon. No, Mopar I don't think, neon. I don't think that exists. I don't think it, you could just slap Mopar on it, any Dodge. It did in my head. <laughs> and wasn't, was yours one of the Dodge Neons? Or, cause wasn't Neon a Plymouth? Wasn't a Plymouth Neon for a while? My first one was a Plymouth. My second was a Dodge. Oh, you had uh, two Neons. A black one and a white one. I, did, yeah, I remember do that. You, do you think that maybe perhaps you single-handedly kept the, the Neon going for a couple of years? <laughs> uh, maybe. And like right uh, before they stopped me in the car, they were like, hold on, you might need another one. <laughs> just, let's wait this out. <laughs> oh, man. All right, why don't you tell us a little bit about Vanishing Point? Well, I know it's kind of out of order, but Eve is on the soundtrack. How is that possible? What? Who? On Wikipedia, Eve? it says Eve is on the soundtrack. Well, that's not... Which <laughs> I don't even think Eve was born when this movie came out. Are you 
perhaps looking at the wrong one because there are like 15 different movies called Vanishing Point. Are you sure you have the 1971? Eh. Yeah, you, you probably. Oh, okay. Well, I'm of her list. There it is. Well, it's probably a. It's probably not the Eve you're thinking of. It's probably not the Rough Rider. Probably a different Eve. (laughs) Unscrew then. Yeah, it's a different one. Um. Anyway, this delivery driver. (laughs) Take or not not food delivery like stole a bagel (laughs) delivery. (laughs) He. You guys have picked up the score and decides to make a bet that he get it where it has to be in a day rather than two days. And there's not a lot of talking throughout the movie. And every time they do talk, it seems like their conversations are dubbed over what's actually happening. It sounds like they're in a studio recording Mm. and they just put the recording over the movie. The audio sounds weird. Okay. But anyway, this guy travels and when he begins his little adventure, there's a DJ, black DJ in Nevada, and he, uh, this delivery guy can kind of quote-unquote hear what he's saying. So this guy's trying to get him away from the cops and wants him to win. So he listens to the DJ to get away. And along the way, he has certain run-ins with... Uh, Gay people that are pretending to be gay hitchhikers when in actuality they just want to beat the shit out of him <laughs> steal everything and leave him be. But somehow, while he's driving, he kicks them out of the car. And the one guy's in the backseat and still... Somehow gets thrown out of the car, and there's someone who gets very angry at the DJ, and a whole mob of people go beat the shit out of him, and everyone else working at the DJ place. Um, and then there's uh, I don't really know how to explain it, but he. Is in Northern California, and out of nowhere, he just meets this guy by driving along. Follows this guy back to his house. Turns out to be a trailer, but there's no, it's not like in a trailer park. There's no other houses at all around them. He like lives out in the desert, right? Yeah. And. His girlfriend rides a motorcycle, and she's naked for some reason. I'm not really sure why. And she's free. They get to talking, and they keep going on the adventure. And the guy in the trailer park 
attaches uh, better setting up to the delivery guys roof and they say the red headlight as like a police siren to get the police out of the way and they end up going to another town when they're going to that town the police set up a red block with bulldozers and the guy drives in them and dies. And then... <laughs> yep. I, I, out of the number of episodes that we've done, I don't know if I've ever been more confused. Well, as when to you what I this is about, said the word "what" out loud quite a few times. When you see Vanishing Point, when you see it, it's a pretty simple movie. The the entire, the thing about this movie is it's all a car chase. The entire movie, from start to finish, yeah. is a car chase. There's dialogue at all. Yeah, it, yeah, it's basically okay. 100 minutes of a car chase, or however long this movie is. It's crazy, and uh, it, it's uh, basically at the beginning. I, I love the setup at the beginning where he's talking on the phone with the guy, and he bets him, and then he just gets a bunch of. St- bunch of coke he just gets a bunch of speed yeah and and gets jacked up on speed and, <laughs> and drives as fast as he can across the country yeah that now he, that yeah that sounds that sounds like an interesting movie right there it is let's just you know let's keep it simple guy just gets coked up bunch of speed and just drives across country that's why he meets the like, guy on the trailer park because he needs more speed Oh, he yeah, runs he run, out. He starts to crash a little bit. Yeah. Mm, that's got to be awful. I love this movie for the sheer random simplicity of it. Like, it's just, there's no plot. It's just a guy. He's just a delivery guy. He doesn't have to do this. He's just doing it for fun. And he's like, you know what? I want to try to get this car across the country in 15 hours. Whatever. And, and wasn't the bet, wasn't the bet over something really ridiculous, too? Like, something really small? I can't, I don't, I, at that point, I wasn't paying too much on the engine. I mean, the I bet, know the basic outline of what happened. The bet was like, it was something really, really small, too. <laughs> is the, is the, the other guy on the end of this bet, is he even, like, interested in the bet? Oh, you though? know what it is? <laughs> you, I think you know what it is, it's free drugs. I think that I think that he the bet is with his drug dealer and he bets him for more more coke. Uh, and there's, being, a lot, there's a lot of end bombs in there out of nowhere. Just dropping the N word for no like, reason. When they go be friend shit out of DJ, it just happens and that's all they yell. Well, it's because they're a bunch of racist yokels. But they're and all, they, it's they, creepy and they, how they all stand. Like, right outside the radio station, they all just gather. Because they don't stand. like that Cleavon, Cleavon Little is basically helping him, helping Kowalski avoid the cops. Oh, and uh, they, they don't like that he's helping him. This sounds ridiculous. It is so now, ridiculous. Now, with you saying that it's just, you know, from start to finish, it's just essentially a car chase movie. Ryan, how was the car chase? Uh, what? It was all right. 
It got it was too that's too long. I mean the same things happen over and over. Alright. I he just got me all I got all jazzed up. And it's, just, everything it, just died when he was just it, like eh, <laughs> There's eh. some fantastic stunt work in this movie. I mean, you, you, there's no way you can deny it. There, no CG, no no yeah. no bullshit. This is all real real cars doing their thing. And it's one of the first movies. What, is, yeah, what kind of things do they do? Like what is he is he doing jumps? Is he drifting? Is there some he drifting in there? Drifts are in the desert a few times. Okay. That's it. That's all, that's uh, all we got. There's a couple of jumps in there. Alright, alright. Anything else? Any car wrecks? Um, isn't yeah, money races the other races some little Jaguar convertible. Okay. Because the guy just pulls up beside him in the desert and starts taunting him. Are they both coked up? Oh no, I think so. I'm not. I'm not sure if the other one is. Okay. The guy in the Jaguar is. He's uh, probably coked up. It's a Jaguar. Yeah, he's like some some rich dude, right? Or he looks like some yeah. some hoity-toity rich guy, rich snob in his Jaguar. Coked up, taunting people in the desert. Everybody in this, everybody in this movie's coked up. Well, I think that was like a prerequisite of the seventies. They talk about how the car, the police talk about how the car is supposedly sewage, but the police cars have no problem keeping up with them. So it's because everyone's got the Mopar. I think it's because he's toying with the cops. Like, he's he's messing around with them. Uh, Isn't there one scene where he he does some, some kind of tricky thing to get rid of the cops? Like, he pulls he behind him or something. Yeah, like, he's always he's always outsmarting the cops. At the one point, he covers his... When he meets a guy with a rattlesnake... <laughs> This guy's just in the desert collecting rattlesnake mm. in a fucking wicker basket. Hell yeah. What else are you gonna put him in? They meet. <laughs> and then that guy hides his car with a bush. <laughs> what? a bush on his car. <laughs> yeah, it's like camouflages his car with shrubbery. Oh my god. It's ridiculous, Kevin. You need to see this movie. It's I love it. I'm gonna have to get into this. That's why I had you watch it because, as far as car chase movies go, this is probably one of my favorites, just because it's so ridiculous. I was either I was either gonna give you this or two two lane blacktop because that one's really good too, and it stars James Taylor, <laughs> which is in and of itself ridiculous. So, what did you think of this overall? Not for me. What? Not for you. Mm. It sounds like it's exactly for you. It was so age of the movie. It just kind of was kind of boring. But all, you're all about uh, Mopar. Although you do, like I said, you do wonder what the fuck is happening a lot. He has a lot of random encounters with strange people. Uh, you also forgot you forgot to met the the biker guy that he meets is a Nazi too. You forgot to mention that. Wait, there's Nazis too. Oh my goodness! I think so, isn't he? Doesn't okay. he have like a doesn't he have like a swastika jacket on? Or am I thinking of something else? No, I think you're right. I don't. 
I don't recall that part. You don't recall you you don't recall Nazis. Wait, wait the trailer park guy? Yeah. Yes. I wanna say no. Okay. Maybe not. But Dude. that guy definitely has a chopper. He's got a chopper. And it's nineteen seventy. Like this guy has a fucking enormous chopper. For yeah, some reason, I I thought that that guy was like a nut, had swastikas on his either on his bike or on his jacket or something. He might What's... have, but I might have missed it. Ryan doesn't pick up on swastikas. <laughs> hmm. Not for you. That that's a that's, shame. That's surprising. I thought you know you would go Mopar crazy with this one. Not enough Tyrese in this one. I think. I think that's <laughs> the problem. Is that is that what what was missing? Can have neons. Yes. What if this movie had a Plymouth Neon racing against oh. Dodge Neon with Eve on the soundtrack? What if all the cars had Underglow? Would that, <laughs> well, that Underglow that... automatically makes everything cooler. <laughs> oh, God. Underglow. <laughs> oh. How much time? Talk... Real quick, how, how much does that run you? Like, if I was going to get Underglow on my Accord, how much would that run me? Well, I never... I bought one, but I never put it in my car. Well, I'm asking for the price. It sounds Mine's like you can answer like that. Mine's 800 bucks. What the... <laughs> <laughs> but that was, you know, 17 years ago. So it's, pro- so it's probably like double that now. Oh, my God. Well, plus, when you... When you the reason I didn't put mine on mm-hmm. was because it breaks the the tubing if your car's lowered. It can break. Uh-huh. It doesn't always, but it can break the light tubing. So, and what's this done for? Is this to get chicks? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that the I have a car. I got white underglow, so I thought they all cold together. But it was never meant to be. Nope, never <sighs> meant to be. That's a shame. Let's let's talk about the director Richard C. Serafian. He he directed a bunch of stuff. He did a lot of TV stuff in the '60s. He did like Jericho and uh, did a couple episodes of the Batman TV series. Yeah. Gunsmoke. Oh, yeah. Gunsmoke. He did a he did a movie called The Man Who Loved Cat Dancing. <laughs> oh, you gotta be I, what? I kind of want to see this now. The Man Who Loved Cat Dancing. Wow. I think they're describing you, Kevin. You love cat dancing. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm all about cat dancing. Are you kidding me? I did a movie called Sunburn. Most of these movies I'd never heard of at all. So. I've heard of Lolly Madonna XXX. I've heard of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jeff Bridges is Zach Feather. Yeah, I, actually, I've never seen any of his other movies at all. The Man Who Loved Cat Dancing. Kind of disappointed when I clicked on it, and it's a Western. Yeah. And it doesn't look like it's funny. No, it doesn't. In my head, I'm imagining, like, uh, a talking cat, you know, but just with dancing. I'm a, I'm actually imagining, like, a like a troop of cats that are on tour. They have, like, a dancing show that they do, a whole routine. And they squabble and whatnot. I'm imagining that it's like a guy who has an addiction to cat dancing, and he 
goes into the back alleys to to watch these cats in their <laughs> underground cat dancing rings. It's just it's just the guy getting fucking loaded up on coke and speed, <laughs> watching cats dance all night. Oh god! Someone please make that movie. He also did a. Go ahead, Ryan. On FX, like, come, Kevin, they sell Kidman's. Kidman's? There you go. Man, thank God. Just made you think of some kids. I don't, I don't that's know. That's what I think of when I think of cat dancing. Just a bunch of kittens and mittens. Yes. Just sliding around, doing their thing. He also did a movie called The Bear, starring Gary Busey. Ooh. Biopic of uh, the great college football coach... Paul Bear Bryant of the University of Alabama. Really? Wow. I kind of beat it. In that. Well, you're going to get to see it. There you go. All right. Uh, any final thoughts, Ryan, before we give you your drum roll on Vanishing Point? This movie just wasn't for me. Who is it for? Not me. <laughs> me. Apparently me. Anyone else but me. How does, it right. stack, how does it stack up? Is it better than any... Of the Fast and Furious movies. Any of them. Um, well, I'd say one, and no. Did you just say no? Two. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe better than two? Uh, now they all run together in my head. Yeah, there is six there's, of them. So. There's one good one besides this. Is, was it the war with the rock? No. Don't ask me. I can't distinguish them either. There was one of them I liked. I think it was five. I think I think I liked part yeah. five. Whatever the one where they had the safe, where they busted the safe out of the... Out of Brazil. That was awesome. I think that that might have been part five, but I'm not sure. So All right, it, well, let's... it seems like it's a no, that this is yeah. not better than any of the Fast and Furious <laughs> movies. Well, yeah, I can't really... I Maybe if you could remember them. <laughs> The yeah, maybe, maybe if we could distinguish one. them. The first one, especially, I grew up them. That was like that was your was, coming of age. Yeah, <laughs> and all the stupid one-liners and Joe Rule being a terrible actor. Oh, I mean, they're all they're all terrible, but Joe Rule's really awful. I forgot was Joe Rule was a thing. Wasn't Bow Wow in one of them? Yes. It was in the <laughs> Tokyo Drift one. Nice. All right, well, let's go ahead and give your drum roll on Vanishing Point. Ryan, what do you give it? Four. That's four out of ten for Vanishing Point. Yeesh. That's that's disappointing because I'm, I'm super into Vanishing Point. But I can get why you just... You'd want the 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 modern street racing with uh, the 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 two thousand one Honda Civics that are hooked up. You got that underglow. You're dropping like sixteen grand on. You got to have that NOS. I think that that's what brought Vanishing Point down was the lack of NOS. You hit that NOS button. Mm -hmm. So maybe maybe a lack of Bow Wow. Which, by the way, I just I looked up and his character's name is Twinkie. There you go. Bow Wow plays Twinkie. He's on that that show CSI Cyber now. How many the CSIs news. are there? I don't. I don't know. I, I've watched Fast and the Furious. I like Patricia Arquette, so I gave CSI Cyber a look, and I watched the first two episodes, and it is awful. It is mm. so bad. 
I couldn't stand it. Anyway, what do you think about Furious 7? You excited for that one? Not really. Have you seen... Well, are you caught up? Like, Jason have you Statham, uh, that's pretty cool. But he's probably going to buy a big douchebag, so it probably won't be cool. Well, yeah, he is the bad guy, so I imagine that he will be a douche. He's the one that ended up... Oh, that's a spoiler. Never mind. <laughs> oh, careful. Got Tony Jaw in there, though. Yeah, Tony Jaw. Really? Basically, yeah. basically, Fast and Furious is just turning into the Expendables. It has everyone in it. I think Gina Carano's in this one, isn't she? Uh, it says Ronda Rousey. Oh, oh that's so sorry. Yeah, sorry. That's who I was thinking of, Ronda Rousey. Always showing up Schwarzenegger and them. Sylvester Stallone. Basically, the cast of the Expendables. <laughs> we just want them f- driving cars. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of intrigued about Furious Seven. I I was actually excited to see the last one too, Part Six, and I didn't hate it. I just I didn't love it. It's weird because I remember when we were younger, when those movies first started coming out, I hated them and I wanted nothing to do with them. And I, I remember just making fun of them and making fun of you, Ryan, for liking them and all of our other stupid friends <laughs> that liked those movies. But uh, I think that the series has definitely gotten better over the years. Well, I think that they've just kind of, they just said, fuck it. Yeah. And they're they, like, let's make this as ridiculous as possible. Th- that's the thing. When you see the first one, it's all serious. And basically, yeah. it's just nothing but a point break ripoff. That's all it is. And it's just, it's so dumb but then after part three they just they're like you know what we know that we're over the top and ridiculous let's just embrace it let's just go for it and then that's when it starts getting really fun and i think that that's part five i'm pretty sure that is the one where they do the the bank vault thing the when you see them they they pulled away from using a lot of cg so a lot of the effects work in those movies is practical and that's one of the things i appreciate the most Plus about they, it is they really they really expanded their underglow budget later yeah, on they, it, which like, just really takes yeah. it to new levels there's so much underglow it's ridiculous are there any straw blood straw blood underglow maybe does know. that exist how much would that run me i'm gonna put that on my I have, board i have no idea oh man i wish jesse was still alive in them you gotta have the Volkswagen of the first one. Yeah. He was one of my favorite characters, and then they killed him. Oh. Yep. <laughs> they did. They did kill him. Uh, they sorry. could They could bring him back, and they killed Michelle Rodriguez and brought her back. Oh, so. Jesse got laid up in the first. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. They did light him up. <laughs> he was lit up. Oh, God. All right. Any final thoughts on Furious Seven or uh, have you seen Part Six, Ryan? Or like, have you seen all of them? Uh, I don't know if it's all Part Six. Part Six was with the there was like the one car chase where they were chasing the plane, the giant plane. Oh yeah, I hate and it. And they yeah. drove they drove through the plane. <laughs> it was I fucking love crazy. That one. Uh, the first one, yes. Second one, yes. Third one. Is the third one, third one still got drift, right? Yeah, I think the worst one is 
part three and yeah. part four. Actually, no, part two. I'm going to say part two I hated the most. Tim the Torn Taylor Skin. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Brad from Brad from Home Improvement. Serious? Yeah, he was oh, in Tokyo man. Drift. He is the biggest tool bag of ever. Oh, man. He is an arrogant racist. That moves. Oh, man. You know it's the guy that did Better Luck Tomorrow that did those movies? Really? I think that he did from part three on. He did... Yeah, he did part three, four, five, and six. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Oh, and then that's the, kind of crazy. And then the director of part seven is James Wan, who did Saul and Conjuring. and So it's it'll be interesting to see a different director's take on it but they did a they did this they did a surprise screening of it at south by and it's it got uh good reviews out of south by so (laughs) every day me gonna kick myself for not going there yeah yeah i was a little disappointed that we didn't go but oh well all right any final thoughts ryan no okay That'll wrap it up for the week. Send us your questions to podcastfilmpulse.net. Follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And please take a look at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash filmpulse and consider subscribing for as little as $1 a month. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson, and we'll see you on Monday. See you later. Josh used to have straw blades everywhere on the car. Are you fucking kidding me? Everywhere? Like even inside? (laughs) While while he was driving, just strobing (laughs) in his face. Oh my god.